baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Uh-oh, uh-oh, wait a minute, I got some news for you here. Good evening, how you doing? Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James as he enjoys a couple of well-deserved days off. Oh boy. Prisma Health? Will? Prisma Health? I guess it's a big, uh, I'm just... Right there, I think they're the the biggest. I'm not I'm not uh, mm-hmm. super educated on the healthcare system of Greenville, South Carolina, but uh, okay. they are either. they are pretty popular around here. All right, so Prisma Health. This is just coming across here. Prisma Health is now restricting visitation due to surge in respiratory illnesses. This is, this is not what I planned to talk about this hour, but this is important. Okay. And I've got a story about this, too. Prisma Health, I'm just reading this from WACH Fox 57. Prisma Health will begin restricting patient visitation due to increased rates of influenza and other respiratory illnesses in the region, according to hospital officials. Beginning Wednesday, visits to patients under the age of 16 will be restricted. Visits to? Okay, under the age, okay. Um, they're saying that uh, we're doing this to protect our patients, our loved ones, and our own team members against the spread of seasonal flu, uh, according to Dr. Sangita Dash. I thought masks worked, you idiots. Oh, sorry. Did I say that? Okay, I'll try to calm down. <laughs> Masking is recommended, but not required to help avoid the spread of respiratory illnesses. Well, I thought masks worked. And if they did, then why don't you let people come in? Why are you restricting people's movements now? And I'm going to tell you a story, guys. I didn't mean that. I had other things to get to, but this has really got my goat. I had some friends whose father was in California in a hospital. He was 90-something, okay? And it was his last day of life. So they drive from Vegas down to Downey, California. It's about a four four and a half hour drive down there, okay? Down in California is where the carpenters, remember them? Carpenters were from there. So they go down to down in California. This is during COVID. They go down there and the hospital won't let them in because neither one of them had any shots. Won't let them in to a dying man's room. Finally, they threw such a fit that they allowed the husband, this is my friend's husband whose father was dying, right? They let him go in the room and listen to this. They let him go and they said, you have 15 minutes. I'm not even making this up, all right? This is a very close friend of mine. They said, you have 15 minutes. His father was dying. His father died that day. So he gets down there. He's holding his dying father's hand. It gets worse. They make him put on a mask, of course, you know, which is nonsense, but okay. Because they had offered, my friends, they, you know, they hadn't had shots, but they said, well, we'll put on the mask, the gloves, whatever. We just want to see our father, you know, father and father-in-law. Want to see him before he dies. Oh, no, you can't come in. Why? I thought masks worked. I thought gloves worked. I thought this whole, this, you know, this theater that you guys have, I thought that worked. 
So they finally let the husband up. The husband goes up there. He's there for 15 minutes. I am not making this up when I tell you this. And it's chilling for me to even recount it. This happened in America. The security guard, you know, California ERs. I mean, it's a nightmare. Okay. They have all kinds of weirdos in there, violence, all kinds of craziness. Okay. This security guard came up to the room where my friend was holding his father's hand as his father. I want to cry telling the story as his father was dying. And he said, your 15 minutes are up. I'm not making this up. I am not making this up. So these are the things that we are never going to forgive some of the people about. Now, earlier I mentioned, if you're just joining the show, I mentioned earlier that I, I'm not going to beat up on people who've had shots and I, I would never tell you what to do with your own health. I'm not qualified. I wouldn't do that. I would never say you should get a shot, should not get a shot. Not for me to say. But what I never will do is beat up on somebody who has, who got some shots and now has problems. Not everybody does, but those who do, I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to say you're stupid. You should have known better. I'm not going to do that. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm going to show them the grace God has shown me and the dumb decisions I've made in my life. So I'm not, or, or not, I'm not saying that it was dumb. If you did that, that's your choice. I'm saying I've made plenty of decisions. I knew I shouldn't have made, and I knew God wouldn't have wanted me to do it. And I did it anyway. Okay. We've, I, I'm raising my hand. I think we've all been there, right? So, so I've had people say to me, well, I never should have. I knew I shouldn't have done it. And I went along. Okay. I'm not beating you up because I've been there. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be self-righteous about it. No, well, yeah, it's what you get. I don't, I don't believe that. Nobody deserves that. No one deserves that. But what I'm not going to forgive, I am not going to forgive what happened to my friends and his father was dying and the security guard took his hand off his dying father as if in, if he were there 16 minutes, everybody would die. If he were there 20 minutes, I mean, it, can you imagine that in America? That happened in America. I mean, this is like SS. These people who have zero compassion, they just do what they're told and, and they're just robots. How can a human being do that to another human being? And by the way, it wasn't based on anything scientific, but that's what happened. So now you've got this happening with Prism Health. Let me look this story up again here. Prism Health. And what they're doing here, they're going to restrict who's able to come in. But the problem is, it is flu. So here's what they're going to do. Beginning, as I mentioned, beginning tomorrow, they are going to, visits to patients under the age of 16 will be restricted. Okay, I'm sorry, my child's in there. You're going to stop me from seeing my child? That's what I'm, I'm just, this is all I know. I know what you guys know. I'm reading this off Fox 57's website, okay? We're doing this to protect our patients, their loved ones, and our own team members against the spread of seasonal flu and other respiratory illnesses, says Sangita Dash an infectious disease specialist at Prisma Health. Certain exceptions may be allowed at the discretion of hospital administration. You see what I mean? Your child is at Prisma Health and they're not going to let you see your child? That's the way I'm reading this. Visits to patients under the age of 16 will be restricted beginning tomorrow. 
because apparently masks don't work. And years ago, my mother had a situation where she wound up in the hospital with a bunch of things happening at once. And my mother had never been sick in her life. And she wound up getting something that was infectious. And thank God she recovered. And she's, you know, this has been 10 years. But we went in there and we had to, for, I don't know, three, four days, every time we went in the room, we had to put the masks on, the gloves. We had to wash our hands, of course, put the masks, the gloves, the, uh, you know, the gown. Every time we walked in a room, even if we just leaned over her bed or got even sat in the room, every time, in and out, take off the gloves and the mask, go down to the cafeteria, come back in the room, wash your hands again, put on the mask, the gloves. I don't mind doing that if it's necessary. So I'm not saying that those kinds of, um, you know, preventive stuff, I'm not saying that those things don't work. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not a doctor. And I understand in the situation with my mom, apparently it was pretty contagious and they didn't, it wasn't a flu or something else. And they didn't want us to catch it. Okay, fine. I get it. I respect that. I'm not saying I don't respect, but what did we do? We took everything off before we went down to the cafeteria. We didn't go walk around the cafeteria with our little dress on and pull our mask down and have lunch, go to the bathroom, come back up, put the mask back on. I mean, this is the theater that we're dealing with now. You ever see a doctor? If you had surgery, would you want your doctor to come out of the bathroom and pull his mask back up and go, okay, what do we need? Where are we cutting? <laughs> this is scary, guys. I'm going to check during the break, see if anybody else is doing this. But after what happened to my friend's father, what they did to them in America, unbelievable. Texture, Heidi sounds like my wife's mother-in-law and sister's-in-law experienced in a Florida hospital when my father-in-law was dying. Outrageous. Texture, Heidi, they're going to do this from every year from now on. But see, the whole point, they pro it's probably right. But the whole point is you're a parent. You can, if I'm reading this correctly, Fox 57 Visits to patients under the age of 16 will be restricted. It doesn't say visits by patients under the age of 16, visits to patients. If I'm reading that correctly, that means your child, your kid goes into the hospital, you're not going to be able to go visit your kid. And, unless, of course, wait, unless, of course, at the discretion of the hospital administration, you might be able to. Yikes. Wow, that's scary stuff. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James, message line 71307, Common Sense Retirement Planning, text line 71307. Let me know how you feel about this. Coming right back. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. stay oh did i say that okay i'm not i'm not even gonna try to do taylor swift today we love our taylor swift i i'm not a swifty but i think it's terrible that they're blaming her for the kansas city chiefs and their lack of playing well <laughs> uh stuff on twitter today they're now blaming her oh yeah it's really her fault mm -hmm. they got all kinds of problems anyway so during the break i was checking we were talking about prisma health uh, fox 57 was running a story and they're saying that 
beginning tomorrow, visits to patients under the age of 16 will be restricted. I think that's got to be a misprint. It probably should say visits of patients or visits by patients under the age of 16. I, I think it's a misprint that Fox 57 wrote incorrectly. It has to be because during the break, I was looking at some other things and it looks like a lot of hospitals now are restricting people under 17 from uh, going to visit um, unless there's approval, da, 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 whatever. But the point is, a lot of the stuff they're doing, you know, you got to sniffle this and that. I mean, people get colds. People, you know, if if masks worked, why are we even? <laughs> I don't. I'm, I'm wasting my money. I don't know. I'm wasting my time and my carbon dioxide I just emitted. I understand. I, I don't want to deal with these people anymore. I mean, it's just. I see people walking their dogs with masks on right now, and the way I look at it is, if we get invaded, they're going to be the first ones they pick off. That's how I look at it. <laughs> <laughs> look at me i'm a target i got a mask on I'm, I'm easy to get okay yikes okay here's a crazy story now i don't shop at target and i have it for over 15 years because i don't like their policies but there's a story apparently target's asset protection team was apparently tracking down an alleged thief now let me just back up and give you a little bit of background on this so this person had a history of stealing from the store all right so apparently this somehow made it onto social media during a viral TikTok video. A man sitting outside of the retailer's building listened in on Asset Protection's radio channel as they discussed a customer believed to be suspected of shopping, lifting goods. So they were walking around. This guy's, yeah, I got her on the toy aisle. You know, because they're all undercover, right? Have you ever been to Walmart or anything like that? I rescued a dog from a hot car. It was 106 in Vegas and there was a dog in a car. And I rescued, the, I just stuck my little skinny arm in there and pulled the car, opened the door of the car, got the do car's alarms going off. I don't care. Got this dog out of there, went to security. And the guy who walked out of there, he looked like, came out of South Central LA. I mean, the security guard doesn't look like a Mormon missionary, okay? That's not what they look like at Walmart. You know, they're plain clothes and they can be wandering the aisles and you they look like normal people. You wouldn't notice them, right? So anyway, uh, apparently over the radio, a Target worker claimed they had an associate uh, buy the woman's cart. They were naming what she had in her cart, diapers, this and that and the other. Okay, so they're just basically, it's just a team talking to each other on radios, letting each other know, okay, here she is. Apparently they say to each other, look up her previous incidents and see how hard she would go if you can. In other words, I don't mean how hard she would go if she'd fight, put up a fight, I don't know. But apparently she had a history of stealing from the store. And then somebody else said, I'm going to attempt to regain visual. Don't want to get too close because I already know she already saw me in the boys section, this and that. So obviously these are undercover people working it, right? The video got 2.5 million views and customers are concerned. I'm not even making this up. They may be followed when they're shopping at Target or anywhere else, I'm sure, right? Well, you're only going to be followed if you A, have a history of ripping the store off and B, act suspiciously. I mean, that's it. I went into Walmart one time walking very fast because I was looking for a certain thing I couldn't find and I walked around in a very weird way. And I know they were watching me because I wasn't behaving like a normal shopper. I was in a hurry. I needed a chair for my office and I kept walking around where I knew they would be and they weren't there. And the first person said, well, we don't have any. And I get all the way to the door with the security guys and finally said, well, I'm just looking for an office chair. But I had been walking very fast all over the place, no cart. And I know they were watching me because I wasn't acting normal. I was acting like, like a mad woman, <laughs> you know, because I was thinking, do I have to go to another store to get this now because I can't find it at Walmart? 
And when you're doing anything that's out of the ordinary, they're going to watch you. You're going to catch their attention. I don't care what color you are. If I'm in the parking lot at Walmart, it's always some weird white guy acting weird. I keep my head on a swivel. I look around, okay, where's the weird white guy who's going to try to walk up behind me and bum money? Happens all the time, and it's always a white guy. It's not about your race. It's about what you're acting like. Are you acting inappropriate? Are you doing something you shouldn't be doing? You just started walking toward me and not the building when you get out of your car. You even have a car? Are you just wandering through the parking lot? I mean, you got to pay attention to these things. So anyway... <laughs> One person said, this is creepy. I hate shopping at Target now. I didn't used to feel this way, but it's obviously loss prevention. They're, they're now spying on you. No, they're not spying on you. They're just doing their job. Have these people never watched a crime show? One person said, this explains the debilitating pressure I feel to put things back where I got them, even if I change my mind on the other side of the store. Well, just take it to the front. I've done that. You change your mind, you get to the register, and you go, yeah, I don't really want this. Because people do stupid things like put ice cream, you know, on a shelf somewhere where it's not frozen, and they change your mind. That's rude. Put it, bring it to the front. They'll put it back in the frozen section. <laughs> but these people, their reaction to it speaks volumes. They're all freaked out about this. Well, no wonder I got the evil eye when I was putting, couldn't decide whether I needed this thing or that thing. No, they're just watching you. Maybe you would never steal anything, but hey, breaking news, lots of people do. So <laughs> they're calling it creepy. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. What a bunch of triggered babies we have now. My gosh, they're just doing their job, loss prevention. I'm sure I've been watched. I'm sure I've been followed, but I don't steal, so I don't have to worry about it. You follow me all day. I don't care. It's so funny. Yeah, that's how they are. All right, coming up, we'll talk about this 38-year-old woman who's decided she wants a baby now. She said she's been betrayed by feminism. Interesting story. That's coming up on the Charlie James Show. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. I'm in for Charlie all week. He returns on Tuesday. I'll be in for Mon on Monday for I get paid to talk. I'll be in Monday for Charlie, too. <laughs> so hope you're uh, enjoying having me. Text line's always open. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. 71307. Just put it in your phone. 71307. GS Plumbing Talk Line. 800-905-0989. Interesting story that broke the other day. Saw it a couple places. This one's the Fox News version. This 38-year-old woman wrote an essay for Business Insider. She said, I'm 38 and single, and I recently realized I want a child. I'm terrified I missed my opportunity. After it went viral in November, she said, after doing this post, she said, hate began to pour in from men telling her she's lived a selfish life. She has a much different account of her story. When she, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm not picking on this girl. She put it out there, all right? I'm not picking on her. This story I have heard so many times, and I see these girls on these videos now. I'm not on TikTok, but I see these guys who do these reaction videos, they call it, when they pull a video off TikTok and they react to these women saying the same thing over and over and over again. And that's why I want to talk about this. When she was 22, she married a traditional man and moved to a rural community in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Hello, people would kill to live in Coeur d'Alene. Who can afford to live in Coeur d'Alene? Not me, but hey. 
She said he wanted a simple life with children and home-cooked meals. Okay. But despite coming from a religious background, she made it clear to her husband-to-be she did not want children. At that time, I felt very strongly I did not want children. I wasn't going to be like the traditional housewife. I know I did not want to pursue. I knew I did want to pursue a career. Now, let me back up and say 22, to me, is very young to be married. My mother got married at 20, but she was ready to get married. Had me at 21, almost 22. Um, so she was ready. I mean, my parents were mas- mature, responsible people, as mature as you can be at 20. 20-year-olds are mat- more mature. My dad was 12 years older, you know, an established man with a job, and, and, you know, they were ready for a family. That's what they both wanted. So it's not bad for everybody. It would have been wrong for me at 22, but certainly I guess it was for this girl too. She got married too young the first time. But she goes on to say, I felt very strongly that it would never change, so I guess I was wrong. She and her ex thought love could conquer all, which, of course, it never does. After 10 years, it was clear their differences in life goals were irreconcilable. She said she became resentful that he would at, when he would ask for dinner or for his laundry to be done. I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, I have a job, and my husband never has to worry about the laundry. It's always done. And I'm not saying I'm Mother Superior. I, what I hate is floors. I don't mind doing laundry. But, I mean, you know, when he's out work and he comes home, I'm not a good cook, but I try to have something there. (laughs) He has barbecue sauce always ready just to pour over whatever I make. But, I mean, you know, and he'll cook. He's a much better cook than I am. And he'll cook too, but, I mean, it's a partnership. You know, if I'm working all day, then, you know, he's doing something. Sometimes we just graze. A lot of times we just graze because I want to eat earlier than he does. I mean, just, but the idea that you resent cooking your husband a meal or doing his laundry I saw a whole TikTok video a woman did the other day. In fact, maybe I'll play it tomorrow, where she talked about equality and the equality she wanted in her marriage and how, you know, she wanted him to do his own laundry and for him to do his own scheduling. And for him, I mean, it was unbelievable. And I thought, well, who changes the tire when it goes out? You or your husband? Oh, I, him. I know. Anyway, this woman goes on to say, I did a little to hide my disdain for our small town life. He was a good and hardworking man, but I don't think I made him feel that way. Well, you didn't. At 30, they divorced. She swore off the idea of marriage. I bet he got married. I bet he found the nice girl to settle down in Coeur d'Alene with. I bet he did. I told my friends and family I'd never get married again. I needed independence, a fulfilling career, a space to chart my own course. And I didn't think marriage fit into that vision. I was content to look toward a future without a husband. Children are the trappings of a traditional wife. Then she at 30 and terror began to take over. Or 38, I should say. She's panicked. She said, I was panic stricken. I really thought I'm going to be alone forever. It really scared me. I saw something the other day. There was a stat somebody had within a few years, 50% of women uh, under 30 are not even going to have kids at all. Like, that, you know, <laughs> the amount of people getting married now. But she said, I was panic stricken. I really thought I'm going to be alone forever. It really scared me. She said, I wrote the article as a warning to other women. I don't want people to miss out on important things in life because they're just enjoying themselves, you know, partying whatever. She said, I began to feel selfish for spending so much time focusing solely on myself. Yeah, well, she said, my very existence started to feel shallow and hollow. But uh, anyway, she then, uh, apparently she met somebody and, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen. She's 38. We'll see what happens. I I wish her the best, but I will tell you that this is a problem. 
a lot of these women are really being lied to by feminists and being told. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a, a career. I'm not saying you shouldn't go, you know, go to college. And I'm not saying any of those things. It's not a right or wrong as far as that goes. But there are trade-offs. And when you cho- and I, I watched an interesting video this doctor was talking about the other day. He was a psychologist, and he was talking about the interesting way it goes when women are in their twenties they're actually doing better than men he was talking about when they're in their 20s they're going to college they're doing this they're doing that they're and women are going to college in greater numbers than men a lot of times now so women are doing really well they're building their career they're doing this they're doing that at the time that they should be thinking about if they want children thinking about long-term things pick you know finding a good guy maybe settling down but they don't they don't till they're 28 29 30 31 32 and then all of a sudden it changes the guys have now hit 30 31, 32, 35, whatever. Now they're having a lot more success in their careers. And the women are going, oh my gosh, I have nothing. I'm not saying you know you have nothing because you don't have a husband. I'm saying they want a different thing in their life and they can't get it because these 35-year-old guys now want 22-year-olds. I mean, 30 is not old at all. But the point is men are looking at it differently. Men are going, well, hold on a second. Why would I have this girl who wants the career, da 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 when I can find some girl who's 22, 23 years old, got a better chance of, of being able to give me children and whatnot, why, you know, so it totally changes. And I see these videos online of these guys talking about women hitting the wall and all this kind of stuff, and, and I'm not saying for a second that anybody has to be married, has to have kids, anything like that. My point is, if that's what you want, you have to decide, you know, pretty early on, whether or not that's the right for you and, and the decisions that you need to make in order to achieve that. I didn't want to get married young. I did not. I had an aunt who got married at 38 and I was older than she was when I got married. And I decided that I wanted to do a bunch of things before I got married. And that's what I did. So I'm not saying it's wrong for somebody to wait longer. I'm saying if you do that, the trade-off is you may not have kids. You may not even find a great guy. That's the trade-off. If you're focused on your career, 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 and ignoring everything else and out partying and chasing bad boys and everything else, someday it's going to come home to roost. And feminism lies to you, and your single friends lie to you. Your single friends who want to go partying. And I, I had a friend recently, I had to, I think I talked her out of getting divorced. A lot older friend. And I just laid it out for her. I said, here's what's going to happen if you get divorced. Boom, 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 boom. And I laid it out. More than her single friends will tell her about the realities of life. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. I said, and I know this guy, he's a good guy. So I said, you know, here's what's going to happen to you financially. Here's what's going to happen to you with your house. Here's what's going to happen to you with your friend. And by the way, you get divorced, your friends are busy. If they don't have kids or grandkids, which probably keep them busy, depending on how old they are. And this girl's old enough for that to be the case. Uh, you know, they have kids and grandkids they're busy with. They're not going to sit around and watch Hallmark movies with you if you get divorced. They're not going to be there. So who are you going to have? Nobody. So I laid it out. And this this friend of mine, she said, thank you for saying that. I said, you're welcome. Can't tell you how to run your life. I'm just laying out the th- stuff you haven't thought about. Because you have to be careful where you get your advice. And if you get your advice from divorced people or people who are, you know, single, they want you to go out and party with them or let's go, let's go down to the beach. Let's have a girl's week at the beach or whatever. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But there are some people who will just lead you down that road where that's all they want to do. And, 
you'll miss opportunities in life to maybe go a different direction. So you just have to be very focused on what it is that you want. And when I say what it is you want, you should have this big list of requirements for the guy. I'm talking about what you want your life to look like. And the decisions you make in your early 20s many times will affect the rest of your life. In a lot of ways, you can marry the wrong guy, have kids with the wrong guy, you'll never be rid of him. 40 years later, he'll still know where you live. Another story. But the decisions you do or don't make in your early 20s will set up the rest of your life, certainly as a wife or husband, mother, father. It makes a big difference. Very, very critical years. And you, you want to use them uh, correctly, that's all, whatever your particular goals are. So it's not a right or wrong, but you get to 38 and change what you wanted, all of a sudden you're panicked, and that's how this girl is. So hopefully some people will listen to her. I'm Heidi Harris, in for Charlie James. Always a privilege sitting in for the great Charlie James. He returns next Tuesday, so you're stuck with me all week. Oh, that'll be fun. No, it's fun. Always fun sitting with you guys. And that's a great audience, and we love you. We do. All right, we were talking about this woman who feels like feminism has lied to her, which is true. Text her. Let's see here. Um, uh, a woman betrayed by feminism? I doubt it. More likely she was betrayed by the feminist movement, which has almost nothing to do with being feminist. Feminine, exactly right. Exactly right. Very true. Very true. Texter, I, I was talking about uh, this woman just now who complained that her husband wanted her to cook a meal and maybe do laundry. You know, he's out there busting his butt. You know, <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't understand it. You know, I mean, my husband made breakfast. There were dishes in the sink before I came on the air today. I did. I put the dishes all away. You know, I mean, they're all in the dishwasher. I'll start the dishwasher. I mean, it's just a partnership. And if I didn't, he would do it when he came home. But he's working. I'm working. I mean, you just, ha it's a partnership or it's not. Ah. Texture. I agree. I love to cook and clean and do laundry. But yes, she doesn't mow, weed eat, split logs, or work on the vehicles. Exactly. Now, I'll share that video with you guys tomorrow about this woman about equality. But she talked about all the things. She wants an absolutely equal partnership. Absolutely equal. You know, he does this, he does this, he does this, he does his own schedule, he does his own laundry. You know, I, I'm thinking, okay, let's just split it right down the middle. But if the tire breaks on the car, are you calling him? When the sprinklers break in the front yard, are you calling him? You know, when anything mechanical comes, you know, uh, I'm not some people are mechanical. I'm not trying to be sexist. Some women are mechanical. I'm not. But who do you call? <laughs> I remember one time I had a college professor talking about it's a history class. I loved history. I liked my professor a lot. She was a cool lady. But she was talking about she goes, What is it what's what's meant by division of labor? And I raised my hand because I know what the feminist version is. I said, That means that the next time these sprinklers go out, I fix them instead of him. <laughs> Dead silence. And I liked my teacher. But come on, are we keeping score here? Are we having a marriage? Heidi, if the man's a full-time only breadwinner, Texter says, in the home, then the housewife has a job and it's full-time being a housewife. Right. And then uh, there are women who will complain, oh, he doesn't do enough of this. You know, he, uh, he comes home from work and he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. Or she, you know, and it's always the women complaining, it seems to be, more so than the men. He's not doing this. He's not doing that. He's out there busting his butt all day to put food on the table. 
and and I'm sure he helps with some things, but I guarantee you, if your car brought, I keep going back to the car or the yard because that never seems to be the purview of the wife. Most of the time, mowing the lawn. Who's mowing the lawn? Is it you, sister? No, it's him. You expect him to do all the men things, and you complain about how many diapers he changes. <laughs> it's it's not you know. Are, are you going to be that way? Is that how it's going to go? You have a marriage like that where you're keeping score about what who did the last load of dishes? Can I tell you the last time my husband did laundry? It's because I can't. I don't like dirty laundry. I don't get behind on it. I can't stand it. I don't like it if I want to wear something and it's not clean. It makes me crazy. So I keep up with it. Like I said, I'm not saying it makes me mother superior. I'm just saying that happens to be something I don't mind doing. But the floors. <laughs> I hate doing floors. But you just, you do things. I mean, it's, it's, you're keeping, you know, the household together. You're working as, as a pair. And if you're not working as a pair, I don't know what to say to you. And there's some people, and it seems more women than men who act like it's, they got a list of things you're supposed to do. And if you don't do this much of it, then you're not, you're not holding up your end. He's not my partner. He's not really, you know, working with me. Okay. Okay. I don't. You know, and then a lot of people have babies, and then the husband puts on a diaper, and they criticize the way he does it. You want help or don't you? Is the baby going to die because you put the diaper on weird? You weren't born knowing that either, sister. When the baby was born, you didn't know that automatically. You had to learn. So they'll criticize everything he does with the kids. You put him in that outfit, and then they want help. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. All right, guys, much more to come on the Charlie James Show with me this week. You're stuck with me for another couple of days. It's been a privilege. Thank you very much. Thank you, Will, for doing a fantastic job. You can follow me, Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble, all that junk to see what other stuff that I do. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Stay tuned for Mark Levin. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 